thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel and Eduardo, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. All right, we are rolling in three, two, one. Welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. I'm here with Daniel. Hello. And I'm Eduardo. And first of all, man, it is good to see you. I have so much to talk to you about. I know, man. It's so exciting to see each other right now. It's been, there's been a lot of changes that have happened recently, but that's all exciting. So many changes. And the season for bold action. And so, um, yeah, but it's always, always so exciting to be in this space with you. Absolutely, man. And I like how you said bold action, you know, um, for those who don't know, we're going to continue our conversation, uh, with regards to Leo after following the breakdown of the fifth labor of Hercules with Alice Bailey. And we, we sort of concentrated a lot on that myth and what it represented, but we left room for the conversation we're about to have today, which is all the questions that I have for you and all the things that I don't know anything about when it comes to um, astrology. I mean, I, I'm a fan. I like to read a lot and I like to interpret what I can, but it's always better to talk to you, my friend. And so I'm actually excited that we can have this open conversation about this powerful, powerful sign. And uh, yeah, man, just kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, no, and even just the excitement about talking about this sign, it gives you like a childlike energy, and that's what we're tapping into with Leo. It's it is that childlike energy that that radiates through us, and it's that connection later on in life to spirit and that unfoldment, which we're really going to kind of look at. That I think the the labor of Hercules really kind of pointed that direction for the ultimate lesson that came out of that 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 labor um and so this this childlike energy and even just this excitement that comes with leo is is the perfect way to even start this conversation because that's exactly what this is it's radiating that i am energy the awareness of the self and it's really going to give us this idea of where we put attention in our lives and what in our life needs attention. And just like a fire, how it needs to be attended with care and responsibility, it's the same way with this fixed fire energy that we're going to kind of deal with, Leo. How do we, how do we utilize that childlike essence of ourselves to the unfoldment of higher understanding and betterment of who we become. Um, it's really going to be this application of utilizing this, this will energy um, and this childlike spirit to, to kind of connect, to find that, that sun or star within us. So, yeah, so we'll jump right into Leo. I mean, again, if you already listened to the episode with Alice Bailey, you kind of understand where we're going with this and what it really means to, you know, climb this or ascend this, you know, we're always talking about ascending, but this this uh, fixed sign and how there's this lower self and this higher self, you know, kind of got me thinking about not only what I understand about Leo, but more so what I didn't know about Leo, which was this excitable energy. And even just talking to you right now, 
makes me just excited to sort of break it down because I can feel that energy. And I think a lot of people might think that way as well, coming out of cancer and kind of having that hibernation period. Now people might be feeling this sort of new energy that runs through them that allows them to sort of break through any kind of barriers that, you know, in, um, you know, lets them unfold their creativity a little bit better with a lot of vigor and a lot of potential. And I think that obviously the sign being the sun sign, um, is is going to have that that radiating power that sort of gives us that sunshine energy that allows us to just kind of move on forward and so that's the most exciting thing that i have to say about it you know as far as planets go you know the sun we all know what it's like to not have the sun or a lack of sunshine and when the sun is beaming you almost feel like it's on your side you know it really pushes you to kind of get out there and do more and i think that's what makes me overall excited about talking about leo yeah, and perfect, perfect way to describe that Leo energy. Um, because that's exactly what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the sun at like 12 o'clock noon with Leo. If Aries is the sunrise, mm. Leo's going to be the sun at midday. So at like high noon kind of sunset, sun, sun energy. Um, and it's constant. It's It's forever burning, just like this Leo energy within all of us. And you know, I know off camera, we've been kind of having conversations about this sign and this energy and just how it pulls, when you start studying it, it pulls your attention to it. And you notice that it always pulls your area, this area of life it pulls attention to. And so again, when we're studying the Zodiac, we might have Leo as our sun and our moon or something like that, but we do have Leo somewhere. It's in one of the houses. And looking at that area where Leo is, is going to show where we need to give attention and give care. Just like when you're kind of maintaining a fire, you're giving it attention, you're giving it respect, you're, you're, you're attending to the fire. Right. Um, but also we need to get attention from that area of life. We need to be seen just like the sun needs to be seen as it breaks on through. And so it gives us a good understanding of a focus of our life that we need to not only attend to, but also like express through. And it's like where our light kind of shines through. And it's very much where we can almost find a connection to the child within ourselves, which is going to be kind of what we really kind of dance with throughout this whole conversation today and kind of will conclude on, um, because that's really what this Leo is. It's finding that, that inner spirit of the child within us. Um, and having us use this ourselves as a elevated spiritual vessel to actually contain that and express that spirit to its highest capacity. Um, and that's what we're going to be dealing with. But, you know, fixed fire, it's, it's different. It's, it's the fire that constantly burns. It's very much represents like your heart, not in the emotional energy, but the constant pumping the generational force of it, how it keeps going. That's what the sun sun kind of represents. Right. If, if that like resonates. No, with absolutely. You, you know, I, I like your analogy in regards to the fire itself. You know, the fire that warms us also, de you know, demands us to have careful attention, but it's not even just having attention onto the fire that keeps us warm. There's also this sort of giving nature of wanting to be the man or woman or person who stokes the fire. You know, oftentimes no one is, is pushing away going like, I don't want to, you know, take care of the situation here that as the fire dies down, who's going to touch it. Most people kind of volunteer 
pretty immediately with that same kind of energy where it's like, hey, I'll, I'll take over real quick because, you know, as dangerous as fire might be and as powerful as it is, harnessing this energy right now for the rest of us is my gift to whoever's surrounding the fire for, for warmth. But it's also an entertaining aspect to containing that energy. And I think that that sort of that analogy you bring up with regards to this sort of campfire tale that we're talking about here you know, has a lot of that in this sign that people, you know, need to, they're happy to give, but they also need to receive and they shouldn't necessarily feel neglected from what they're giving. And I think that that sign with Leo has that, you know what I mean? They're happy to, to provide, especially whether it be in a relationship or in a friendship, but they also want to make sure that, you know, you're giving them the equal attention that they need in order to keep that radiating uh, energy going outward. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an area of life. It's a archetypal energy that, that craves to be observed. Um, yeah. and it needs to be observed. And, and so this, this actually a, a great way of kind of studying this. One of the, one of the very important reasons to study the Zodiac is not only to learn ourselves, but also to learn others and get, become more understanding and, knowing that not everybody processes consciousness like you do and that's actually a beautiful thing it's a it's like a beautiful flowering of all variations of consciousness being a representation of the whole and you're partaking in that and so it's it's a beautiful experience to have but when we learn about signs that maybe we don't have as much energy in um we learn it it really puts into context past experiences we've had where maybe we've misjudged this sign as like selfish because it needed the attention. But then we go back and we're like, actually, it was just that Leo energy. Like this person just needed that attention. Um, and again, you know, it's it's always to kind of some kind of level. Like you always want to cut it off. It's like if it's like an energy vampire thing. But certain people require more attention than others. And a lot of times they could have like strong Leo placements. They need to be seen in this area of life. Um, but this is like where we shine through. And so this is like the hero that we're going to become is our sun sign. Um, when you think about your zodiac chart, when you're reading your zodiac wheel, you're looking at the sigil, which is the sun. In, astro in astrology, it's a circle with a dot in the middle. When you're doing your natal chart, you are the dot in the middle, and you're going through your whole cycle of where the planets were when you took your first breath. But you are the dot. When people are like, "Where, where am I?" When they're looking at their natal chart, you are right in the middle. You are the center of the universe, and that's what the sun tells us: is we have a center of the universe within us, which is that heart, which is the same kind of generative force um, that pushes the whole system going, and it nurture, nurtures everything and it moves everything just like the sun does. Um, but that's the established point. We are that center point. We are the dot and we're amongst consciousness what encircles us. Um, and it represents so many different things. But that, that dot is what's craving our attention. That dot is what's pulling the attention to that area um, because it's through that dot that we shine through um, and really unfold who we become. Oh, well said, man. You know, I'm I'm so glad that, you know, we haven't really had these conversations and maybe we have, and I just don't notice it, but we haven't had these conversations about what it means to understand every sign truly. You know, I think that it's in our nature to have this base level understanding of the month we're born in and what that represents um, for us and our sign or what's been said about us. But 
you know, something we haven't talked about is having that compassion and understanding for other people who might be misunderstood. And it's so funny you say that because I definitely have had those experiences before. Personally, for me, I get along with Leo's more than most signs. Um, Leo's and Sagittarius, I just happen to click with these people. And it's not till much after that I find out that that was their sun sign. But uh, as a Gemini, uh, Leo's just happen to always be in my circle of friends. And I can't tell you how many times I have had, especially in one particular situation, and a friend or an individual go, who's this person you brought over here? They are the most narcissistic individual I've <laughs> ever talked to. And I had to explain to them. I said, no, they're not. They're just on a level right now that they may seem like they're trying to take the attention for themselves, but really they're much more complex and have a lot to give if you just give them a second and let them sort of shine what they need to shine through for the moment being. And someone did give them a chance. And then before I know it, they're like, you were right. It just happened to be my first impression of them. And, you know, back then I wasn't even uh, that, that much of, a, uh, there was not a lot of awareness for me in regards to what it meant to be a certain trait of a sign. I just knew that people born in August generally were just like some of my closest friends. And and there's a reason for that with Gemini and Leo. And we can get into that later on. But um, yeah, I just love that you're bringing that up because we, we go through these, these signs as we're going through the labors of Hercules and we talk about the sign, but something that we should always you know, come back to is having that understanding of many individuals and the paths that they're on, but also, you know, a sign that may not resonate with you doesn't mean that that person doesn't have something to give that or something that you can't connect with rather um, from what, whatever disposition they're standing. And, you know, you don't have to just ride them off. You know, we're all just an incredible and complex individuals. And you kind of bringing that up sort of resonates with me because, I think the more I understand these these complexities of people's personalities, the more I, I want to be loving and an understanding of what their traits actually represent and how to sort of have an understanding of where they're coming from, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And this is it's 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 why we it's why we study this, because you really do see that that light that's shining through. And and like with Leo, there's this is this is that playful nature that's within you. There's an awesomeness about you that wants to be seen, right? Like even thinking about if you're looking at the Last Supper of the Da Vinci painting, and it goes from Aries to Pisces, and you read it from left to right, and of course, in the center is the Son of God, the Sun God. But if you look at the fifth sign, the the fifth placement here, which would be the fifth disciple, he's literally leaning over. Cancer. Cancer's sitting at the table holding his heart, just trying not to tear up about the whole situation. Leo is literally leaning over Cancer and he's tapping Virgo on the shoulder. And he's tapping Virgo on the shoulder and he's just like, hey, hey, because he knows that Virgo is the right hand of Jesus. And he's just like, hey, is is Jesus going to look at me? Because if you're looking at the painting, Jesus is looking away from Leo and Leo's tapping on Virgo's shoulder. And he's like, is, is Jesus going to look at me? Does Jesus know I'm here? Does Jesus, does Jesus know I'm here? And Virgo's just like, shut up, Leo. Like Jesus will look at you when he wants to look at you. But that's all in us. That's in us in some place, um, whether it's right. through our art, whether it's through us being a parent, whether it's being us through a gardener. At one point, wherever we play and have fun and want to be seen is where this Leo energy radiates from. And it's it's connected to something very essential to our growth, 
which is that childlike component that comes from when we used to just be able to play. Um, this Leo taps us back into that. So it's an eternal source of energy. It's an eternal sur- source of information. And most importantly, like you said, it's an eternal source of love that allows us to connect with these individuals and and really start to see it through this like this really like beautiful aspect. Because Leo is what's so fun about you. Leo was when you were a little kid and you were like play, imagining fighting bad guys. And you're just blasting these guys with your punches. You're like, you're, cause you see it on the cartoon. You see it on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're making the noises. These things are just getting blasted into another dimension, right? Like, and then the first time you're like with your uncle and you're like showing him your moves, he's like, hit me in the hand. Like, let me see what you've got. And you're like, your funeral, buddy. Like, are you serious? Like, I'm going <laughs> to blast that hand off, you know? And you went to go just go at it with all your might, and you felt resistance. And you're like, oh, and you're like, ah, oh. and you're like, what the heck was that all about? That's not how it happened in the cartoon. That that Leo essence, that confidence you had right there, where you're like, my poor uncle is going to have one hand for the rest of his life because I'm going to blow that thing, those smithereens, you know? But that's not what happened. But just that confidence right. and that excitement that came from that, that's Leo. Um, that's a fun excitement to tap into, you know, the wonderment, um, the imagination very much comes with Leo and, and what we're going to learn with Leo is how we properly channel that energy as into adulthood. And we utilize it for our creative pursuits, whatever that is, whatever we want to leave behind, um, is what Leo kind of represents. And so that's like what we create, um, you know, with like maybe what we leave here, like, like through our arts and our creations, but that's like also children. And we'll bring that up, of course, with this childlike energy, but that's what, that's what this is. It's that, it's that boldness and that excitement for life. Um, and why we want to look at Leo is because we could have an abundance of this Leo energy where we're maybe too confident and almost too suffocating, or we lack this Leo energy completely and we have to light this fire within ourselves. So again, it goes both ways. You know, it's going to be sometimes you see people who feel that they need to balance their Leo energy out. And some people need to just find this kind of fixed fire, this internal generator within themselves um, and start tapping into that to that energy, um, that Leo, that Leo kind of provides. Absolutely, man. You know, you got that high self-esteem as it said, you know, and I think that that's something that you see in certain children that, you know, maybe haven't had the world sort of teach them what that resistance might be in your example of punching an uncle in the hand, which I thought was uh, adorable, but also super accurate because I remember that. But it doesn't mean that you should be discouraged just because of that. And I think that when we talk about all of this, whether it's esoteric or metaphysics, and specifically right now when we're talking about astrology, I think that that's where people need to sort of take a second look at why we talk about these attributes because you're absolutely right. We all have these scenarios happen to us. And it could be in the social event of meeting a new group of people, or it could be in a, you know, event of hierarchy that you might have in the workplace or in your studies where you're wanting to prove something to someone, but something about that self-esteem being high and being proud and you giving yourself the credit for it isn't necessarily seen as arrogant and or ignorant and or a bad thing. You know, it's good to have it because eventually you will meet the resistance and the resistance will check you, but you'll get pretty far believing in yourself before you're kind of reminded of where you stand or what your limitations are. And some people fear just 
maybe moving in that direction because they already know or think they know the outcome of their lack in potential. They're like, oh, I wouldn't strive to do such a thing because I already know that it probably will not succeed. But I say, you know, that that's the wrong way of approaching. I say, use a little bit of that boldness, use a little bit of that arrogance that you might think is arrogance and see how far you can go to see if maybe you can surprise yourself. And damn it, when you get there, give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself the credit. Cause I think a lot of people just don't do that. You know what I mean? And we talk about this through the podcast, through the entire series of whatever season we're on, we're just here to have conversations between two friends that are just trying to give you an idea that, you know, what you're going through right now, we've been through ourselves and maybe there's something to this information that will aid you to make such moves that will benefit not just you, but the people around you. And maybe they'll look and say, wow, you know, I had no idea you had the ability to do that. And you're like, me neither. But I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. You know, I'm going to really push on with this sort of sun energy and, you know, have that high noon uh, spirit that'll take me as far as I can go. And I, and I, and I praise people who do that because, you know, I, I definitely am one of those individuals who can convince myself otherwise and say, you know, it takes this, you know, set of traits for you to get that far. I don't have those traits. So why even attempt getting myself into that situation? But more often than not, when I make that situation or I make that bold move for myself, I'm surprised and I'm excited to know that I went further than I thought I could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, absolutely. Because this this energy that you tap into with Leo is within all of us and we all have our own independent way of how this is going to express through us. Um, so this, this childlike essence is a journey to really be discovered, unfolded, and then it almost, it almost moves through us. Um, and this, in this ability of creation that we're going to kind of partake with in this sign, um, is going to be that radiating force of what this will is directed towards. And so, you know, mm. when we think about this this Leo energy, um, the idea from creativity, um, and when we think about creativity, really defining this with the idea of creativity is just from force to form. And so when we're talking about creativity for the rest of this episode, and I think we've made this announcement on the podcast once before, but please know that that's the definition we're using for creativity is just taking something from force, from like a thought emotional force and putting it into form. Um, but this Leo energy, not only that excitement, fire energy, also represents what we create with the fires of life, what we forge from the steel, um, which you would need in that constant fixed fire, fire kind of flame. Um, and so creativity in what we, you know, what we mold into reality from our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions is also represented from this. And so thinking of creativity as anything we pull into form, um, that's going to really encompass so much of who we are and how we connect to that inner child. And so, you know, even the idea of like what we do for fun is really important to look at when we're discussing the sign of Leo. Um, anything that we are doing that taps us back into when we were the most purest in the most purest creative, like that creative state, which was like the young child, um, anything that we can do to activate that 
helps with this energy, like tapping into this energy from this this fixed fire Leo. Yeah, and, and I, I love what you're saying because when you talk about the the difference between creativity, I think my, some people might like, have that idea misconstrued, but you talked about the generating heart. And I think that that's key here with that creation. It's like what you your intent is with that creativity coming from a place like the heart you know, we always know it is the most powerful, at least for me in my experience, uh, generator that'll bring that sort of um, not powerful outcome, but an outcome that is satisfying to the core, to where you know, like I did this with every, not just good intent, but an intent of genuine um, energy. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I think, you know, this sign as I study it and as I read more about it and as I still relate back to the story that we've been using with Alice Bailey, you see a lot of that through Hercules and what he's becoming, you know, where the strength is actually coming from. You know, it's not so much just the magnitude of his power and, and him being the son of a god, but also the son of a man, but more so just being close to the sun itself. You know, and I think that that's where you kind of start to see this this new way that he's operating from but it starts with that that generating heart that generating pulse that we've talked about uh numerous times on on the series you know what i'm saying yeah perfect and as above so below you know the heart the sun the all the way down to the nucleus and how everything revolves around it um and just that that life force energy that that heart represents and one of the unique things about the sign of leo is is when we're talking about the sun which is its ruler the sun is not only the exoteric ruler of leo but it also is the esoteric ruler of leo um, mm. and we really only see that in one other case with capricorn which shares a lot of unique qualities with leo um, capricorn does capricorn's going to be um double saturn so Saturn is the daddy and Sat like it's the father and the mother of it. You know what I mean? It's what you see on the outside and it's the inner teachings. Um, and so, um, but yeah, and, and think about how much connection Saturn and Leo actually have. I mean, in Capricorn and Leo have of, of the same kind of like energy, but where in Leo, you want to be seen for the work you do. Capricorn, it's what you almost want to do behind the scenes. You don't really want to be seen. Well, Leo, this oh. Leo energy wants to have its name yeah. in the stars. Um, you know, this is why on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or Shame, whatever you want to call it, um, they're all stars. It's like a star sidewalk, right? right? It's representing that they're the center of that universe. They are the sun, which is in a heliocentric model, everything is going to revolve around. Right? right, and so it's right. going to be this whole process that we're that w that's um, unfolding, and so this this sun energy. The reason why it's the exoteric and the esoteric is because it's it's really given the magnitude of the importance of the heart, um, the importance of that spirit, the energy that pumps, that keeps that heart pumping, um, that constantly pushes for life to to find its blossoming and its expression that force that's radiating within us is this lion heart that we kind of speak of um and it's right. what radiates through and you know it really is this this leo energy teaches us it's like what we discover and it's also like what we seek to become um so this this leo energy illuminates 
the things in our life that are unique about us, that make us special, that need to be discovered. And then through that light, we can unfold to what we become. And that's what the sun does. The sun exoterically is going to discover what's unique about us. And then esoterically, it's going to guide the way to how we're going to unfold that to what we are becoming and what we want to be seen for, um, what we want to be remembered for. You know, what do we want to leave behind when our body passes over or our soul passes over, our body stays here. Um, and so, um, but that's what Leo looks at. It looks at this, this process of becoming. We, we know we're our own individual entity. And in the fifth house, in the fifth sign, Leo, we realized that like the cuter we were, the more attention we got from family members. And so mm. we learned to be like, in like to put on a show and like, Oh, like when I go down there and I like do my impressions for my mom's friends, my mom's really embarrassed, but like the friends are loving it. And so and I'm digging it and I'm like, Hey, the more I do this. So it's like, it's your stage. Like this, the Leo teaches that the world is a stage. And the thing about Leo, that's, that's an interesting thing is there's this pace when it's like fun for us to be cute um, and express ourselves. But then one day, it's not accepted as like cute anymore. And you're told like, oh no, you're not allowed to do that anymore. That's not funny. Right. You have to grow up. And so with this, this development of this Leo archetype within ourselves, it's a childlike energy that at maybe one time wasn't accepted or understood and it can become almost dormant within us. And so we really kind of want to find this energy with it's within it when when we were looking to discover all of these signs, maybe finding something that wasn't completely, we weren't completely accepted for, you know, um, or wasn't just, we were told we were too old for, or like, maybe that's not what boys do, or that's not what girls do. It could be anything, right? At some way we were kind of blocked and discouraged, even ashamed of maybe this, this unique aspect of ourself. And this really needs to be, uncovered because it's it's like a light that shines through us and it needs to kind of blossom through and we kind of need to open up this. And so as an adult, when we kind of think about this childlike ener energy, it's really like going back and finding that energy and, and expressing it again in this like more responsible awareness stage of being our own authentic individual. If that makes sense, that process Absolutely, of being man. stunted. Okay. No, no, I, I love what you're saying because, you know, with the fifth house, that childhood, that childlike energy that we talked about and that self-confidence that we talked about, but mostly that joyful expression that you might have had permission to 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 um, sort of radiate out of you as a child does need to be tapped in again. But I, guess I was trying to make that same point earlier where we sort of layer ourselves with definitions that we start to, you know, accrued over time, which is like, am I being self-centered? Am I being, uh, again, that word narcissist? Am I being, you know, um, am I hoarding the energy of the room? But I think the sun, the sun itself would want you to sort of, you know, come out, come out and shine as bright as I shine, you know, just find a new way to do it within not necessarily the boundaries that you, that we have in society, but maybe even a little bit beyond that, because, you know, to see the best in people, and to carry this level of arrogance of thinking that everybody has a quality that is so great 
and putting a magnifying over over everybody like that magnifying glass rather on everyone is not necessarily a negative thing. You know what I mean? I know there are people out there who are like, you're giving too much praise to so-and-so. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to sit and analyze all their shortcomings first and then tell you why they're great? Or should we just acknowledge that in this physical life being so short, my focus right now and my energy is to make sure that I can pull out that childlike energy that I see inside of them and give them the permission that in this house, you can come down and do all the impressions you want. You know what I mean? Your mom's not here. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to, you want that, you want to be able to foster that for people. And that's how I feel for this sort of Leo energy is that, you know, let it come out of you, let it really take over and don't be, you know, necessarily shy, but I should say rather don't live in this fear of who's going to think less of you for wanting to let that energy protrude and come out of you and having this sort of solar disposition of just sort of, you know, feeling enthusiastic and happy and optimistic because, you know, pessimism, I I understand lies within some people's logic, you know, it's like, Hey, this is the outcome. But again, using this energy, using this sort of warmth and this power that is this solar power, this fixed power we're talking about may have its consequences at times, but I personally believe it has greater benefits than most would might give it a chance. Oh, for sure. And I mean, and all the Zodiac has its positive, right? You know, it's always what we're looking for is how do we get the highest understanding of the archetypal perennial philosophy idea that's being presented here. Um, and I, and that's exactly what you're talking about is type it, tapping into that, to that life force energy. Um, you know, and it's true. Leo is not the archetype to feel bad for itself. Um, that's not the space for this. Like when you think about Leo, you think about Tigger in the Winnie the Pooh little posse. Um, and if you think about like more of the negative, like not so much the more of like the the less optimistic, you think of Eeyore. And that's again, like the Capricorn. And so again, this is why we like look at all of the science to balance this out because the Capricorn is going to teach us wisdom so that Leo doesn't get into a situation that it can't handle or it wasn't ready for, or it didn't need to pull onto itself, you know? And so it's always like this unique education as we're going through the signs of learning, not only how they end up independently work, but how they balance out with others and how we get the whole complete picture of life when we go through this, you know, and that's what that, that Leo is going to kind of teach us of like following that, that eternal fire, you know, um, because like, again, nothing is ever going to be, you always act this way in this situation, you know, there's always variations and we're always kind of being tested on how we act in this, but this Leo, what this Leo energy will do is the Leo gives you the courage to be calm, to make the right decision, whether that is to take the leap or to keep your feet where they are. Um, the Leo gives you the clarity and chaos to find a clear understanding and come up with a clear situ- like a, a clear plan for the situation. Um, that's why Leo is always in like a leadership role because it's also, it's like when the pressure is high, the Le- the Leo thinks the clearest. And so that's where that Leo energy really comes in for us is it allows us to process in turbulent times or stressful moments, a very clear understanding of the direction we need to take. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this, this Leo energy is, um, 
it's it represents so much um you know and how as we as we kind of explore this leo energy there's just even just something about this leo energy when we talk about like needing to be seen um leos just are seen as well um and just like we said like this is the area of your chart that you really want to be seen for um but leos dude they just have this this pulling attention need to be kind of seen energy so you kind of think of leo as like um they would be a great general to lead forces through like a whole campaign um and go on this like long journey where they need endurance and the will and direction and leadership. Um, but they would be a really bad ninja sneaking into a fort at night. Cause the guard would just be like, I see you. And the Leo's like, Oh, like he could have the best camo go through the best training. And immediately the guard is just like, you're right there. I see you. And he's just like, how do you see me? Like I was doing so good, but it's just like Leo's get seen. Like that would be a good thing for maybe like a Scorpio to do. Right. Is Scorpio would be like better at like that aspect because actually no Scorpios kind of get seen too. Um, I would have to think about what would be a good sneaky sign. Actually Scorpio would be pretty sneaky. Um, all of them have their aspects there, but the, the Leo is like this radiating energy. Um, and so again, just thinking about how that operates within us um, and how, like you said, it it really is just like blossoming from us um, at all points. So giving it the proper channel um, is um, is a great way to, uh, to express ourselves. No, I, you know, and then one thing you, you were talking about in regards to balance that I, I sort of wanted to express is that, you know, even the lion in the wild and how it sort of brings the balance to the environment. So even though the lion is powerful, it's not always a predator. It's not always, I should say, it's not always in a predator state of mind. You know, it does have its pride, but its pride comes from its balance in the kingdom that it lives in. And so do other animals respect it, even though they could fear it. Mammals could fear the lion going, I could be that lion's next meal. But there are times where Lions not only know their place, they're completely, you know, um, unfat or they're unfazed by the prey that may be walking amongst them because they know there's a balance, there's a true balance and learning how to use that so that your environment keeps that sort of balance, you know, isn't necessarily something that, you know, we, we should call out on and say it's a negative to have such a confident individual in your in your group you know even though it's got a very yang energy it knows and should know how to bring that balance back rather than you know thinking that this overly confident and overly prideful individual is doing the opposite which is like oh my gosh i should stand aside because so and so is here now it's like no utilize the energy that they're bringing and maybe elevate yourself along their side not necessarily cowered away from, you know, being part of that, that balance and that ecosystem of, of personality, since we all have that same trait one way or another, even if it's not our sun sign directly, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Leo's have, the Leo really would, the Leo knows that it's light shines. It knows that there's something special within it. And what the Leo's journey really is to do is to, to shine its light so bright, but instead of blinding other people's with its light, almost being a reflection so people can see their own light shine in the greatness of this light. Um, and so it's it's almost like we we work as like 
not so much that you just see my light, but it gives you the attention, the awareness that I should say, if, if this Leo, if this energy is coming at me, the light shines. So I actually see my light and the reflection of it. That's what we really want to explore with that Leo energy is finding that fire within ourselves and then helping others find that fire and yeah. shining in a way that it doesn't blind, but inspires. Um, the Leo is it's chosen to be a leader for the reason because getting led by spirit is the ultimate guide in this journey. Um, and it's going to be through the heart. And so when we think about the aspect of why Leo is put into these roles of leadership, why we, we honor the lion, the constellation, um, why every culture, um, sees the lion as this, this, this honorable, um, prestigious kind of archetype. Um, an interesting aspect that we looked at a little bit last week um, and something that, you know, we want to kind of explore because I know we, we do have a plan of um, connecting this and almost this is like a two part episode. Um, and so I know that this is something that we're going to explore later, but this idea of Leo, not only finding this inner spirit light in itself and having it shine through, but also being a, a bearer of this light as a representation of the light that's within you. Um, and so great individuals that we've experienced, whether they're famous, whether they're in our own personal lives, they emanate this light and it wakes up this light within you. And great Leos really utilize this special trait they have of sharing this internal light. Um, and they know by sharing this internal light, they tap it into the eternal light. And it's the connection and it's the turning on of everybody's lights. And when we can activate this in its, in its truest, highest aspect, we really do have this, this, this abundance of an ability to inspire and and really almost light a spark and keep a spark lit with this Leo energy. This isn't just like that Aries, which just like flashes into the mind. This is the Leo, like the words of like the wise sage before he passes on that like play in the hero's ears throughout the entire journey. Um, this is what Leo kind of represents when it comes to the inspiration that can be bestowed on it. And so they have a very special power of of you know sharing your light but knowing that because you know how special your light is you know how special everybody else's light is and it's really the support that leo uses here and the true leo and the true leader inspires it's the individuals that work with it on the projects to be the best that they can be. It's not that I am the best, but it's about you finding the best within yourself. Um, and the best leaders pull the best out of individuals. And um, I'm excited to, um, again, as we kind of keep continuing down this journey, seeing how important that, that archetypal story is for us to uh, instill into ourselves. Absolutely. No, we talked about this in the Emperor, and I love what you're saying because, you know, leaders, 
especially good leaders, that's what they're trying to do most of the time is they're not telling you what to do. They're telling you what you're capable of doing. And that capability that comes out of you comes from a pit so deep from within that actually things get moved a lot quicker and with a lot more strength because you fostered that out of them. So if you tell someone what to do, say, you know, you're, you're having a task at hand and you're saying you have to do this and finish the task, you know, there's a limited capability that they're going to show of, of completing that task. But if you really want them to go far and go far together in numbers, you basically want them, them being the individuals who you're trying to motivate to want to be by your side and get some of that energy from you in order to provide that energy outward to the entire task itself. And you see that with really good leaders. And we talked about that again with the emperor or when we brought up Marcus Aurelius, it's showing that side of yourself that is selfless, that then gives people the ability to want to not only be near you, but also do more and go beyond what is asked of them because they need you to make them feel not just validated, but maybe show them something they haven't seen in themselves. You know what I mean? And so that's what I'm excited for the part two. You know, I know there's a lot that we want to talk about right now with Leo. And I think we've already kind of covered most of it that most people have an understanding of. It's not arrogance. It's more of a childlike joyous energy that we all have within that needs to be expressed um, to a level that really benefits benefits the group and benefits the people around us. And in part two of this breakdown of Leo, we'll have a lot of those kind of conversations, which I'm really excited for uh, coming up in a few days and next week um, when we break down a, a movie that I'm excited to talk about that I'm trying to hold my breath on. Me too. I wanted to blurt it out the whole time. And like, just like, I mean, I think if people use context clues, they're like, you guys aren't that tricky. We know what's coming. But some people will be surprised. But no, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to continue this conversation. And I think it's a, it's going to be a great vehicle to um, express kind of what we just kind of discussed. It's like this was the conversation before the movie started is what this episode was. It was like if That's we were exactly doing, what this and was. now the screen's going dark and you're like, dude, shut up, shut up. And I'm like still talking to you and you're like, dude, don't you see? Can't you read a context clue? And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Gonna, that's that's exactly right, dude. Exactly what you're saying. And I think that's exactly how I felt the whole time I'm talking to you. I'm like, do I even bring up a scene right now or do I say anything from it? I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I know that if we were sitting side by side in the theater, I'd be like, this is that part. You're like, I know. And someone else would be like, can you guys just you guys shut up? Like, just shut up. You don't even um, know what this movie's about. You don't know what this movie's about. Go away, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never say that to someone. <laughs> Oh, I love it. But um, but no, man, this was a lot of changes with you and I recently. Um, you journeyed back to back to the source for yourself of where you know I met Eduardo from. Um, and I know I kind of went on a little bit of a journey, but it is so nice to be face to face with you, even if it's via a screen right now. I know, man. It, and for those who have been so patient with us and are still devoted listeners, you know, thank you so much because, you know, with Daniel and I, we're preparing for what's coming in the fall and what we've been doing all summer. And we keep talking about it is this website where we'll have you be able not only to join and have conversations about these episodes or the rants that we go on or whether or not, you know, we've made any sense to you, but other, uh, 
in other words, I mean, a community is what we're really trying to build so that we, you can feel exactly um, what it's like to be connected to not only um, us, but to the rest of the individuals who reach out to us on a daily. I mean, people are reaching out to us all the time and they, they feel that they need to tell us how this has either changed your perspective on life or how it's illuminated something else out of um, their ideology or their upbringing, um, whether it be by a religion or a family uh, cult or a culture that they're raised in with their family. Um, and so as we come to the end of this period of making this website and, and changing everything around and finding new ways, we've also moved, you know, Daniel's moved, I've moved and we've all kind of done different things. Um, throughout the summer that sort of kept us not only busy and occupied, but, you know, giving us space for this evolving process that we always, you know, talk in circles about with, uh, with everything we bring up, whether it's in the metaphysics or is in, whether it's in the esoteric, uh, and understanding what it really meant to, um, utilize this information for those dark moments in life or moments of confusion or moments of uncertainty. And I know many individuals out there are going through that and just know that we're right there with you and you're not alone. And you have at least two friends here that are always here to have these conversations and have relatable stories that, you know, some people may not like and may not want to hear and other people, you know, take, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt and others who really just feel uh, a, a deep connection to us. And so thank you to all the Patreon members and thanks to all the listeners new and the ones who are devoted from the very beginning. That was amazing. Man. That was really good, man. That was, that, that was really good. <laughs> I feel like that was, that was like some smooth jazz that you just produced right there. Um, no, and what Eduardo just said, he said it in such a more beautiful way, but that is exactly, um, that feeling so resonated, man. You just, you just read my soul to me. Um, and so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, no, thank you to each and every one of you. And, uh, yeah, looking forward, man, move to the mountains. We're in the mountains right now. And so it's really cool. We are um, tapping into that mountain energy, but, um, but yeah, let's, uh, I'm excited to continue this conversation with you. Yeah, very shortly. So uh, I don't want to say too much more that I haven't already said. So for me, until next time, my friend. Until next time. <laughs>